fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to the last hour of the broadcast and podcast. My name is Glenn Beck, and this hour, we're going to talk a little bit about what is coming financially, not just according to me, because I really don't have any idea, but Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, also the IMF. They are preparing for something, so should you be preparing? My grandfather always told me the people who survived the Depression were the people that had money when the Depression began. Uh, If you were over leveraged, you were screwed. And he also taught me the rich usually know something that the rest of us don't, and they prepare. They are preparing. Let me see if I can help you prepare in 60 seconds. Of all the different types of cybercrime and ransomware that has emerged at the, uh, in the last couple of years, they are the top threat in terms of number of attacks, number of thieves in action, and the amount of money that they can make is off the charts. Ransomware is now considered an industry, a vast interconnected network of cyber gangs and technological systems all for uh, all focused on extorting money from companies and individuals Uh, basically they're a lot like the government and the irs but that's different anyway if you want to make sure that somebody is watching your back because believe me the government ain't you can protect your identity uh and from identity theft and threats nobody can guarantee the security because it's the wild west out there but LifeLock is the best. LifeLock by Norton. I want you to consider joining now and save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code back. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Just go to LifeLock.com. Read all about it. You'll understand. That's why I have LifeLock. They are the best in the business. And if anything goes wrong, they help you clean it up. Use the promo code back for 25% off now at LifeLock.com. All right, let me just talk to you quickly about some of the things that are going on uh, right now. You are seeing the Dow down another almost 400 points uh, today. We are, we are looking at a problem with growth, uh, a problem of credibility, and also, you know, who else is having a tubing stock market right now? Russia. Russia's stock market has tanked because the Russian people believe they're going in for war. If there's a war, that is never good for people, especially long run. Let me give you a couple of other stories here before I explain a few things. Fluctuations in the prices of building supplies are now con- uh, are now complicating the price of new homes. The price of key building material is more unpredictable today. Today. This is this is written today. This is not uh, from two years ago. Uh, The cost of building materials is more unpredictable today than it has been since the end of World War Two. This should worry home buyers and renters alike. A recent analysis from the National Association of Home Builders examined the recent uptick in the cost of building materials, which climbed again one point five percent in December. Uh, the overall increase driven largely by the, lar- the by the rising cost of lumber. The price of softwood lumber has increased nearly 45% since September. 
we're back at the same thing. I'm trying to build a little uh, art desk. I have waited two months now for plywood. Plywood. I, 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 I keep calling. Uh, no, I'm Mr. Beck. I, I got it. I got it. You want the plywood. I got it. it it's <laughs> scheduled to come in next month. And I keep saying, this is ridiculous. It's plywood. It's not even good wood. It's plywood. Please let me give you money. Yeah. How, I feel like I have that conversation with all the people time. all the time now. It's yep. like, please. Uh, yes. We have this, uh, we had the, for the Texas freeze that happened last year. Yeah. We had a you know, water pipe break and mm-hmm. it ruined our whole first floor. And there's this one like faucet yeah. that is just, we need. And it's been on order for a year. Forever. A year. A full year. Yeah. I've still. I'm looking for, you know, vents like I and my children have fallen into our vents on our floor okay? <laughs> because can't get the vents. You didn't go and through so the floor, did you? Because that's 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 a, uh, no, a moment but, in a man's life where you, uh, when you break through the floor, no, you realize you've had too many. Tim uh, was there and mm-hmm. he actually stepped right where the vent was supposed to be. It wasn't looking. And he went all the way down to his crotch. Ah, oh, that hurt. That hurt. You don't want that. I mean, it, it was bad. It was bad. And mm. we <laughs> no more grandchildren. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, uh, it, it, I mean, it, we just can't get them. Yeah. We can't get them. It's insanity. Mm. OK, so now they're saying, remember, price of lumber was bad. Then it got OK. And now it's up 45 percent since September again. So you have prices going through the roof. Uh, You also have uh, Goldman Sachs chief economist saying it's going to be difficult to sustain wage gains of 5% or 6% without causing meaningful high inflation. What has this president been saying? What do you have to do? What a business you want to get people to work? What do businesses do? What's his solution? Pay them more. Guess you have to pay more. Here's the problem with this. It is another it's another accelerator or another log on the fire of inflation. As your wages go up, then there's even more money in the system again, chasing the few goods. And so prices keep going up and it's called an inflation spiral. So what do you do? You have to give a wage increase, which then causes prices to go up, which then causes wages to go up, which then causes prices to go up. And you get into this never ending spiral. When Joe Biden said yesterday that he's not changing anything, his course is right. He is on the wrong course. And I believe it is intentional. If you see what the banks are talking about. I just saw a poll today. Uh, The poll today uh, that came out, the American people care about the economy. They care. What was it, Stu? They care about the economy. They care about jobs. They care about COVID. What were the others? Uh, Do you remember? I don't have the whole list in front Um, of me, but those are the top ones. Okay. So there, there there was no mention of global warming, no mention of social justice, and no mention of governance and equity. No mention. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Okay? That's a luxury problem to have. And Americans are running out of luxury. So now the banks have come out. This is a story that just came out yesterday. The banking strategies. Environmental, social, and governance issues are becoming increasingly hot topics within the banking industry as institutions adjust their strategies and practices to have more positive ESG outcomes. 
As part of a highly regulated industry, banks have long addressed governance issues. In recent years, they've increasingly focused on social issues in response to the Community Reinvestment Act. Notice it's not because they care. It's because of the Community Reinvestment Act, putting particular emphasis on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now banks are turning their attention to the E in ESG, environmental, as they begin to understand their role in becoming carbon neutral, as they begin to understand their role in environmental uh, considerations that are a risk within their lending and investment portfolios. So why is this a risk? This is a risk because if you have everybody who is an elite and all of these banks saying to somebody who has a big carbon footprint or doesn't agree with social justice or doesn't agree with, you know, you have to tell me who I will have on my board. If you disagree with those things, then you have a bad ESG score. Let me give you another example. If Joe Rogan hadn't been paid $100 million for five years of podcasts by um, uh, Spotify, he'd be gone today. He'd be gone. If he was making $5 million a year, he would be gone today. But he's making $20 million a year, which means that company is on the hook for $100 million over the next five years. I can guarantee you uh joe rogan is smart enough to hire really good attorneys to make sure that's a no-cut deal you don't leave your open podcast where you're making all kinds of money to go to a company that puts you behind a paywall so your influence in some ways decreases or you have a chance of that if you're behind a paywall and go to with go with a company that you know already is pretty woke and say oh yeah i'm going to be fine and you know what if it doesn't work out don't worry about the five years so they have to pay that $100 million. Now, what just happened? Last night, who's the hippie? Uh, Neil Young. Oh, I hate this guy. So Neil Young, who's been screaming about, you know, freedom, smoke dope, speak out against the man, has just become the man. Yesterday, he came out and said, I want Spotify to drop all of my music which is going to be heartbreaking for so, so many. Um, they can't play any Neil Young song. That is not the point of what he did. What he did was, I am sending a message to all of my other friends in the music industry. Me doing this doesn't mean anything. But if you decide to follow an unwritten ESG program, and say, I will not do business with Spotify either until they get rid of Joe Rogan, then the company has to decide. And I can guarantee you, they will decide over many artists instead of one. This is the way the left works. And this is the way ESG is working, except it's going just to be organized it's just codified and it's caught being codified right now in our banking uh situation and you have another company i just talked about this a minute ago another company in battle creek michigan the kellogg's company you know the cereal people when i sit down to a bowl of cereal i think 
wonder what their carbon footprint is. And do they have enough women and uh, and do they have anyone transgender on their board? <laughs> because it doesn't make my lucky charms taste as good. I think it's healthier for me to eat this frosted flake bowl of cereal if they have a good ESG score. They came out yesterday, and the only reason why they're doing it is all of these companies are doing it. They are all saying, we're in, we're in, don't leave us behind, because the world is changing. And it's changing to an ESG score. And I'm going to tell you right now, stop doing business with anyone who is on the ESG bandwagon, if at all possible. Stop doing business and tell them. Kellogg's should be right now if we actually cared about things and we knew what we were facing people all over this country would say I'm going to call Kellogg's today and I'm never going to buy a box of cereal from Kellogg's ever again period even if I have to eat the actual grape nuts and I don't mean the grape nuts in the box I mean I'm going to go actually eat the pine cones off the tree it's going to take millions of people to do it. But we are capable if we know what it really is. The same thing with your banks. Have you taken your bank and moved your bank account to a local bank yet? If not, why? These are the easy things to do. And if you're not willing to do the easy things now, you are not going to be prepared to do the hard things that may come later. You have to take the easy steps first. Are you, doing, are you doing business with MasterCard? Do you have a MasterCard? Cancel it today. They are one of the leaders of ESG. Cancel it and tell them why you're canceling it. These are really, really important things. If you can't cancel it because you owe the money, you call them and say, hey, by the way, I owe you money, but you're not going to see another dime from me except what I owe you. And I'm going to pay you. But the minute we're done, I'm cutting my credit card up today. You'll never see another dime from me. Now, I want to show you, you know, I'm telling you here about inflation and they all the experts, the ones who are we are listening to again, the experts that are on TV telling us exactly what's coming and not to worry. Those same experts were the ones that told us inflation wouldn't happen to be transitory. Now they say, oops, that was a mistake. You think. All these people that are wrong over and over and over and over again, we don't hold responsible because the media doesn't hold them responsible. The media should go, you know what? You were on my show a couple of times for like two years, and you kept saying, oh, that's ridiculous. Doesn't look like it's ridiculous. I don't think I'm going to book you again. They don't do that. So we just keep listening to the same experts. Stop it. Stop it. You're smart enough to figure it out. Let me show you what the experts are doing behind your back, what they're actually planning for in 60 seconds. Inflation can slowly bleed us all dry, and that is not hyperbole. The, it, it, you'll read in the Great Reset what they plan to do with the U.S. dollar. And I am telling you, they are, all the experts are saying, we'll still be the world's reserve currency. There's not a chance in hell. There is not a chance in hell 
we retain that. The minute that goes, we're Venezuela. So are you prepared? I want you to call gold line now. It's a silver lining, actually a silver and gold lining. You can get uh, uh, you can get gold now at a pretty reasonable price. Experts are saying gold's going to be three thousand dollars an ounce by the end of this year. I don't know if it is. Uh, I hope not, because if it is, that means we're in deep, deep trouble. A um, hundred dollars an ounce. They're saying silver could go up. That's ten times uh, what it's worth now. Um, please, no, please. But all I know, I can't tell you about the prices. All I know is. The real reset, the one that resets the world after the madness ends, will come and it will always reset to gold or silver. I want you to call right now and and for every Maple Flex bar, those are the silver bars from Canada that we help design. Um, you will also receive one of the famous silver mind your own business bars for free. Mind your own business was which is we didn't have God in God. We trust on our money. Back in the colonial days, it said, mind your business. I love that. Buy one, get one on the best two silver assets created. It is 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. Stu. Would you agree with me that we are um, headed towards times where the financial markets could see havoc? <laughs> headed toward them? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes I mean, sir. just I'm just I just want to mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that uh, it, we could he- we could head towards a time pretty quickly where the financial markets all around the world are crashing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Clearly. I'm going to give you a story. I'm going to read it to you verbatim from Reuters. Uh, This came out January 25th. Israel on Thursday led a 10-country simulation of a major cyber attack on global financial systems in an attempt to increase cooperation that could help it minimize any potential damage to financial markets and banks. So they got together. The IMF did. Mm -hmm. Our good, good friends. The IMF got together and they are they brought all the central banks, all of the big, big players, including government officials from all over the world and said, "Okay, let's just say that there is a financial crash and part of it is a cyber attack. Okay, Okay. what do we do? The simulated war game, as Israel's finance ministry called it, and planned over the past year, evolve over 10 days with sensitive data emerging on the dark web. The simulation also used fake news reports that in the scenario caused chaos in the global markets and a run on the banks. So now you not only have a cyber attack, but you have what they deemed as fake news that caused a run on the banks and chaos in global financial markets. Now, I can tell you right now that if we started seeing massive disruption, I would be telling you right now, and I am telling you right now, (laughs) take your money out of these big banks, put them in local banks where the money stays local. Make sure you have some cash on hand, et cetera, et cetera, because bank holidays are going to come. I'm telling you that now. 
if this scenario starts to play out, you will not hear my voice. I guarantee it. You will not hear my voice. And I will be banned and deemed somebody that's very, very dangerous for the global financial market. I am doing fake news and I'm misleading people and everything else. It's why you need to know what is coming. It's why you need to buy the book, The Great Reset. Please know it. You have to have a hard copy of it as well. Because it's the only book literally in the world that explains all of the news that you're reading. It explains everything that you're seeing. Go to glensnewbook.com, order it. Kindle version you can get right now. Please get the Kindle version and start reading it. Time is of the essence. More on this simulation next. The Glenn Back Program. Buying and selling a house is really hard. Believe me, I've done it a ton of times, and I have never made a dime on my house. Ever. Really? Ever. Not, not once. Not once. Not once. But I always buy at the top of the market and sell at the bottom. Always. Insane. Uh-huh. Because I lose my job. You know, this is the way it used to be. I would lose my job, and then I'd move because I had to start another job, and I lost my job because the economy sucked. Right. This is the life of a radio right. person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, even when I lived and moved to New York, I, when did I sell my house? 2008? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Hmm. Anyway, um, you need a really good real estate agent. Uh, the name says it all on my company called realestateagentsitrust.com. These are the people that we have found to have the best practices in your area. We have done a lot of research and continue to keep in touch with these people. And day to day, we track them to see what's going on. So you get the best person to represent you on buying and selling a house, whether you're doing it across the street or across the country. We'll find the right people for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. And head to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. From behind my cardboard microphone. Uh, hello, my friends. Welcome. Glad you're here. I want to continue to talk to you about what happened Um that was was reported by Reuters January 25th and just a few weeks ago um, on on a war game that happened in Israel. Israel, um, the story says on Thursday, led a 10 country simulation of a major cyber attack on the global financial system in an attempt to increase cooperation that could help minimize any potential damage to the financial markets and the banks. By the way, I believe we are issuing a FOIA request because 10 years ago, the uh, the Federal Reserve and the Treasury uh, made top secret the meetings that I know happened because I had friends in the room. Uh, and the strong arm tactics that the Fed and Treasury used to get every bank to take TARP. It had been deemed uh, sensitive and secret and could not be revealed for 10 years. Well, we are now 10 years away from that being sealed. And I'd like to see those documents. Uh, anyway, so they're looking for increased cooperation. All right. 
So they did this war game. It was a 10 day thing. Uh, and they had everybody who was anybody there. It, uh, they, the simulation, the, the war that they were fighting, the financial war they were fighting was quote, likely caused by what officials called sophisticated players. Now, who would that be? That would be China. That would be Russia. Let's say Russia decides to go in and take Ukraine. And then the United States says, well, we in the West, we are going to cripple you financially. A sophisticated player, someone who might have a whole system set up to do cyber warfare, because I believe it was Putin who said the next world war will be fought with ones and zeros. That sophisticated player could then attack the financial system of the West. This is what they're talking about. So uh, they said sophisticated players featured several types of attack that impacted global foreign exchange and bond markets, liquidity, and the integrity of data and transactions between importers and exporters. These events, quoting, were creating havoc in the financial markets, said the narrator of the film to the participants as part of the simulation as seen by Reuters. Israeli government officials said such threats are possible in the wake of many high profile cyber attacks on large companies and that the only way to contain any damage is through global cooperation since current cybersecurity is not strong enough. Attackers are 10 steps ahead of the defender, said the Israel's finance ministry. Participants there at the war game uh, called uh, called for collective strength. They included Treasury officials from Israel, the United States, the United Kingdom, United Arab Emirates, Austria, Switzerland, Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, Thailand, as well as members of the International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, and Bank of International Settlements. So you don't have a lot of influential people there. It sounds like the entire Western world. The narrator of the film in the simulation said governments were under pressure to clarify the impact of the attack, which was paralyzing the global financial system. So, in the war game, the governments of the world are not telling people what the nature or impact of this really is. Uh, the banks, quoting the film, the banks are appealing for emergency liquidity assistance in a multitude of currencies. So the bank all over the world, all the banks are saying, you've got to print more money and give it to us. They say they, they're going to need this liquidity to put halt to the chaos as counterparties withdraw their funds and limit access to liquidity, leaving the banks in disarray and ruin. This is something that changed after 2008. You can't pull your money. If the bank is in trouble, they can wipe your bank account out to zero. You are the lender of last resort. Your savings and checking account they now have legal uh, right to wipe your bank and savings and everything else out to pay their bills. So think about how happy everybody's going to be if this happens and they find that out. Wait a minute. I don't. What do you mean? What do you mean? Don't worry. The FDIC is going to give you all your money. Oh, OK. 
The participants discussed, listen to this, multilateral policies to respond to the crises, including a coordinated bank holiday. That means a bank holiday closed for three days, five days, a week, two weeks, everywhere on earth. Debt repayment grace periods, swap repro agreements, and listen to this, coordinated delinking from major currencies. Let's see, major currencies, major currencies. What would a major currency be? You think the probably... What's the currency of uh, Monaco? Yeah, probably, probably that, that one, one. And maybe Canada. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe. What's Madagascar's currency? Right. Maybe it could be that one. And coordinated delinking from major currencies. I am telling you right now that is code for dumping the dollar. Coordinated orderly exit of the dollar. The head of Israel's financial cyber engagements said international collaboration between finance ministries and international organizations is key for the resilience of the financial ecosystem. This is part of the Great Reset. Now, the same kind of group of people, you know, obviously different, but they included uh, our Treasury Department and our Fed and the central banks all around the world and people like the IMF. So a lot of the same people were at a war game back in 2019 in September called Event 201. Now, I am not saying anything came out of that. Nothing was coordinated. Nothing else. Just super, super lucky that they had a war game on a coronavirus outbreak and they war gamed what should happen. And they came up with, we have to have international coordination and all of our nations need to work together and we have to close everything down. The exact playbook that we have been playing on was, was handed to the president by the federal reserve from that war game, you can find all the information. You can watch it, Bill. I mean, they're not ashamed of it. They have it all on videotape, and you can watch it on YouTube. Event, I think it's Event 201. And I am not claiming it was a conspiracy where they planned this. They just planned a reaction in case it happens. And lo and behold, it happened. Here, they're just now war gaming. What happens if the financial markets bust? Well, this is their plan. I don't like their plan and they're not sharing their plan truly with all of us. And where does that leave all of us? See, this is the problem. The elites are designing the world and they're not telling us there are very good reasons to redesign the world because it is going to change and there's a lot of pain coming, but it really makes me angry that no one will talk to us about it. Excuse me, but we were the ones who you're supposed to represent. We're the ones that bought your product and built your company by buying it. We're the ones that voted for you. And in far too many cases, you're not the person that got to your position because of any of us. We don't even know who you are. How dare you plan my life? When all of this hits the fan and I am concerned and I, I'm always wrong on timing. 
always wrong on timing. And that's a good thing because it always takes years for these things to happen. Uh, and I always feel the hot breath of it's about to happen. And it never does. It, it happens, but it's usually years down the road. Um, so I don't know when this is going to happen, but I will tell you, if you actually believed the things that those who believe in ESG, those who believe in things like this, if you know you're going to reset the system, when you start to see things like a war, when you start to see things like the economies starting to collapse around the world and have real problem, it would be at least if I believed these things and I were part of that group and I knew how hard it was going to be to pull off, I would say, you know, Right now, the United States is not awake. Right now, the United States Congress and Senate is in the hands of friendlies, and so is the White House. If this is going to happen anyway, if things are getting bad now, why not just kind of push it along a little bit and let's just do it because, come on, guys, we're ready. Are we all ready? Let's just do it. Now, I'm a risk taker. So that would be my advice if I believed in this stuff and wanted it to happen. That would be my advice. Uh, usually cooler heads prevail and they're like, uh, no, 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 let's 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 slow down. Um, but who knows? What I do know is you need to know what the Great Reset is. You need to know what ESG is, and you're seeing it everywhere now. You were not seeing this six months ago. People thought we were crazy. I have a friend who does mortgages for a living, and he said, Glenn, I've been hearing you talk about ESGs, and I'm seeing it pop up everywhere with the banks. And he said, I have not understood why they think this is so important until I read your book. Now I look at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, that explains everything they're doing. Please get the book, The Great Reset, Joe Biden and 21st Century Fascism. It's available wherever books are sold. By the way, if you are a local printer, I want to put my money into local printers. If you can print at least 5,000 copies of this book and you can hit our standards, please let us know if you're somebody local that could deliver on this we need all of the printing presses we can find to get these copies out uh, because of the supply chain disruption you just write to us at print at glenbeck.com printers print at glenbeck.com american financing is our sponsor um, the interest rates are going to go up now i will tell you with what's happening in the stock market this is a reason why the Fed will look at this and say, we cannot turn off the spigots and we cannot raise interest rates because things are already getting dicey and we haven't done anything yet. But they are promising at least three, uh, three hits of interest rates. That would um, increase the, the, your mortgage, increase your credit card interest, and it could be devastating to many, many families. Please, I would like you to look into refining your mortgage or getting a consolidation loan, or if you're getting a new mortgage, get the one that locks in the lowest possible rate right now, and the clock is ticking. 
please do the responsible thing and call American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Back Program. So let me give you some good news. I'd actually like to get this guy on the air. I, I love the way he's thinking. Grocery stores all across the country, like a grocery st- uh, short store chain in Pennsylvania, Carnes Foods, is grappling with rising prices and a rotating cast, uh, cast of supply chain shortages. The lack of control has been tough to swallow for Scott Carnes, the 10-store company's chief executive. We order 2,000 cases, but maybe we get 1,200. It's very frustrating for our customers. And when we have to explain to them why they can't get exactly the flavors or the sizes they want. The company is managing as best it can to combat the price increases. The stores are now stockpiling their aisles with more private label products, which offer lower price points. To deal with supply shortages, managers are buying surplus quantities of items like toilet paper and pasta sauce when they get it. Um, Karn said, now listen to this. Karn said the company is also trying to source more products locally, including pork, which used to come from a Midwest supplier and now comes from an in-state one. In May, the grocer will begin sourcing around two-thirds of its beef supply from a, a handful of local farms that will exclusively supply Karn stores. This is great news. And it can't happen fast enough and big enough on all things. If you want to survive, you must start doing local business. And local businesses must stop relying on these big national brands when they can. Buy local. Think local. I mean, I don't know why when I... (laughs) What? It's like an old school left wing environmental slogan. It is. By think locally. What was it? Think think globally. globally, Act act locally. locally, Right. Right. Yeah. That's what they used to say all the time. Right. And it's and it's right. It's well, you know, they were right about a lot of things. Our freedoms are being taken away. They were right about our 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 government is in bed with corporations. Uh, They were right about that. They don't believe that anymore. They don't believe in the Bill of Rights anymore. Only freedom of speech. The only big company they they like now is Pfizer. Pfizer. That's it. (laughs) I hate pharmaceutical companies. I mean, except for Pfizer. You got the shot, right? I mean, (laughs) Pfizer is great. It's so weird. It is so weird. How these things change over time. But you're right. I mean, like, look, everyone likes to support someone they can know and have a relationship with and, and that's nearby and in their community and loves their community. I mean, I love supporting people like that. So those are the people that we're going to need desperately are the people, our neighbors, our friends, and the people that do business locally that have been having a hard time getting into the national because they can't do scale. Well, your local town doesn't need scale. Okay? These supermarkets in your local town, ask them. Go to the ranchers. Can you start buying your meat from local ranches around here? It has to be done.